Hello and welcome to Thought Shrapnel Microcast number 87 with me, Doug Belshaw. I've scrolled back through my archives for Thought Shrapnel and I cannot believe that it was the 12th of February 2020, literally before the pandemic started properly, that I last recorded one of these microcasts. And that one was Strategies for Dealing with Surveillance Capitalism. I want to do something slightly different with this particular one. I want to just look back through some of the things that I've added to Pocket recently and just make a few comments on them. So the first one is one which is in Reuters, which says China cuts the amount of time that minors can spend on online games. Now, all of us as parents are concerned about the amount of time our kids spend on games. That is if they're gamers, not every kid is. My son is currently in the house, it's the summer holidays, and he is playing Apex Legends. And he has kind of grown sick of, of Fortnite, and he's got into Apex, and he's talking to people who aren't necessarily his friends. Now, that's kind of fine and part of his development, and goodness knows I played enough computer games and video games when I was younger. But what's really interesting, especially because of the kind of hold that China has on the imagination of the Western world, it says that um, the rules this is in China, published by the National Press and Publication Administration, said users under the age of 18 will only be able to play games from 8pm to 9pm local time on um, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays and um, holidays as well. So basically three hours a week plus any holidays. And people have said, oh look, they're going to log into their parents' accounts or whatever. But just the fact that the government has taken such a strong line is really interesting to me. And I wonder if we'll see similar guidelines elsewhere in the world. It probably won't be the UK because we, we tend to be a bit more laissez-faire about these things. But I bet other countries start doing that kind of thing as well because they'll be concerned about the future workforce, right? The other one that I wanted to just talk about quickly was... Um, Oh yes, there was a there was a discussion on Macedon about there being so many different desktop environments and different distributions of Linux and whether that was a good thing or not. And this is a perennial question when it comes to Linux. So for those who aren't familiar, um, there's kind of the core of Linux, the kernel, and then there's different ways of packaging that up, and then there's different ways in which you can skin it, the different ways it can kind of look and um, interact. And there's different versions of this. There's like KDE and GNOME and whatever. And this new one is called Cutefish. And it looks actually quite nice. And so someone has married up Cutefish, this um, this this desktop environment, with Ubuntu, which is perhaps the, the best known uh, flavor of, of Linux itself, um, derived from, from Debian. And the reason I wanted to mention this is that, for me, it's really strange that with capitalism, we we think it's a good thing that people throw loads of ideas and money and stuff against the wall and then see what sticks. But when it comes to things like operating systems and technical things, well, no, we want one way of doing things or maybe a couple of ways of doing things rather than a multiplicity. And I love the fact that in the Linux world, um, I can use Pop! OS, that's my distribution of choice, and I think it's lovely and it really works for me but it doesn't work for other people, and that's fine, and there's so many different niche ways of doing stuff. So that was the second thing I wanted to talk about. And then the third one was just a kind of a funny one, really, which was 
I've been quite tempted to invest either now or at some point in the future in something called Starlink. This is another Elon Musk thing. Um, and Starlink has all of these micro satellites orbiting the Earth. And the idea is that you have this tiny little satellite dish that can move and you put it on your on your roof and then it provides a really fast internet connection. And one of the things I hadn't really thought about, which I really should do given the number of birds that stomp about on our loft conversion, is that pigeons and other such birds really do like sitting on top of things like satellite dishes and chimneys and whatever. And um, that's what's happened. In this BBC News article, Professor Alan Woodward um, has got this Starlink system and has said that his the pesky pigeons have taken a fancy to sitting on his dish. And of course that means that not only does it get pigeon poo on it, but it also degrades the, the performance as well and maybe changes the orientation. So that's going to be quite interesting, isn't it? Especially given that it's 500 quid to get set up and then currently £89 a month. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes anyway. So this is the, the first microcast back after quite a long hiatus. Here's just three links that I've been looking at today. And uh, yeah, I think I'll wrap it up there for now. Let me know if this is something which is useful to you.